on Ave Maria Radio. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, and Ave Maria Radio Station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. The Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Today, not just advice on your personal problems, but we're also going to get advice on some Christmas shopping ideas for those of you that got started on the Black Friday and Thanksgiving sales. So, this is Colleen Kelly Mass, your hostess each week on Mass Appeal. I've been married over 40 years. I have five adult children, seven grandchildren so far, and I've been here on Catholic Radio for 24 years, offering free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The first years were sharing the show with Dr. Ray Garendi. He did Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I did Monday and Friday. And now I'm here for you on Saturdays. Those of you that can't listen during the week or listen all week long. I'm here for you. So give me a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. And for those of you that are new to the show, I'm a certified life coach and author of several family life education books called Love Ed, Sex Respect, and Love and Life. And I also was a teacher. I have a master's in health education, a specialty teaching certificates in health, science, physical education, and theology. Back in the 80s and 90s, I traveled the world promoting chastity education and virtue education and pro-life values, uh, debating the ACLU and Planned Parenthood and CECAS. And uh, I was on the Planned Parenthood top 10 hit list for a while, which I think was a privilege. Um, But here I am to help you with whatever might be disturbing your peace. Here we are pro-marriage, we are pro-life, we're pro-family, and whatever we can do to help you in your family life, we'd like to do that. So give me a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's Mast Appeals show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. So two different reasons for calling today. One, with your question or personal problem, because I know from speaking with many of my life coaching clients this week and last week around the holidays, we seem to have extra family problems. Things come to a head. You see family members you have not seen in a long time, or they don't want to see you and don't invite you, and you're struggling with the pain of that. Or you had a big fight with one of your siblings, and you're trying to figure out, how do I build this bridge before the next holiday comes up, before Christmas time? So give me a call with your 
personal problem, your family problem at 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And also call in today. I told you a few weeks ago we'd have advice on Christmas presents. What kind of gifts do we give to others that are meaningful? So call in. If you received a very meaningful gift one time, let us know what it was. So that gives us an idea of what to give to our loved ones. Or maybe you gave a gift that you know was a real true gift of yourself, something that you shared. Or maybe you make something or create something or write something. I hope Susan Burry calls in with her, um, whatever her updates on all her mistletoe mouse books, which are wonderful books as well for you to give as Christmas gifts, especially for people who not, are not really into the Catholic Church teachings, but they might love Christmas and they can get the the message of God when they're reading a fun Christmas book. And so, Susan, go ahead and call in and update us on all the mystical most books you have available. Or maybe... um, Something that you can give to someone else that you're thinking of giving this year that will really make a difference, maybe like forgiveness or time together or something that's been helpful. Like I know I shared with you earlier my time together going through my Love Ed Level 2 with my grandson on his way to high school this summer and going through my book Love Ed Level 1 with my granddaughter who is going into sixth grade in middle school. That was a treasure. I mean, that was such a bonding treasure as Love Ed is with parents and children, but it can also be done with grandparents and grandchildren as well because you give them the the enrichment of the faith, of virtue, how to make decisions and and loving and living. So if any of you want to get Love Ed books for your grandchildren or children or nieces or nephews, I have another um, radio listener that got... Love Ed to go through with her, no, she got sex respect to go through with her nephew and they would meet and eat and have a cup of coffee and and uh, go through that. That's a real gift that they'll remember forever more than a toy. But toys are important too, especially for the little kids. So I've got ideas on that, like a stick and a box, those kind of things. So give us a call with your question or personal problem or give us a call with a Christmas gift idea that's meaningful or helpful to someone's maybe even eternal life. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. You give us a call, you um, tell Melissa, she's the call screener and engineer today, so pray for her. Tell her your first name, where you're calling from, and whether you have a Christmas gift idea, or whether you have a question or personal problem, like the regular days. So tell her which one it is, and just tell her the topic, and she'll put your name on the list. 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. All right, and this weekend is the Feast of Christ the King, which means it's the end of the liturgical year. And we, that means next weekend we will start Advent, but for now we celebrate. We celebrate a lot that Jesus Christ is 
our king. He is the king of the universe. And we, as those who stay in the state of grace, are his royalty. We're his princesses and princes. So this is the, the celebration of our Lord and king on this 34th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We, this is a solemnity of our universal king, the end of the liturgical year, where we celebrate that Jesus Christ, the Son of God and Redeemer of the world, is the king of heaven and earth who reigns forever and he took our human nature which we will be celebrating next month in order that we might have a share in the kingdom of bliss and that's why we say thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven we're trying to bring his share of the kingdom here to bring his joy here he was born as the infant king he died as a king he rose triumphantly as a king whose kingdom never ends so today tonight tomorrow uh, the the 34th Sunday in ordinary time all around the globe we hail Jesus as a universal king who is and who is to come so speaking of to come we do have to face these gospels of the end of the world and the last judgment for his second coming we are very aware of he spoke about it he's shown us the way and the manner by which we may earn eternal happiness with him so to possess eternal life and everlasting gladness is to be able to render appreciable account of one's stewardship, which we recently read and prayed in the Gospels at the end of the age. So at the end of time, uh, Catholics have an understanding that at the end of our lives, we will have a particular judgment alone standing before God. And at the end of the age, we will have the big judgment that we're going to talk about in tomorrow's Gospel. So as the church year comes to a close, we ask ourselves... What account will we give if Jesus is to come today? Think about that. Hmm. If Jesus came today, would you be able to respond with what he asks in tomorrow's gospel? When the Son of Man comes in his glory and the angels with him, he'll sit upon the glorious throne and all the nations will be assembled before him. He'll separate them one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then he mentions some of these corporal works of mercy. I was hungry and he gave me food. I was thirsty and he gave me drink. A stranger and you welcomed me. Naked and you clothed me. Ill and you cared for me. In prison and you visited me. And then the righteous will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? Well, when did we see you in prison? And he says, whatever you did to the least of my brothers, you did for me. What you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And then you'll go off to eternal punishment. So it's pretty clear. Jesus is the king of the universe. And he is going to judge us at some time. So may our Lord and King Christ help us with his grace to gain a seat in his eternal kingdom. And may we make his kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven.
And for now, give us a call with your question or personal problem or with your Christmas gift ideas. And I know we've had some already on the show. I mentioned I think Susan's calling in. We want updates on those mistletoe, those cute little mistletoe mouse books. I have more misadventures of mistletoe mouse in my hand right now. Oh, about a month ago, we told you to buy a copy of The Twelve Rules for Manliness. Bear Wozniak's book, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? I bought six of them for my sons and son-in-laws. So that's already a Christmas gift idea. Twelve Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? By Bear Wozniak. And that is published by Sophia Institute Press. So call in with your ideas. What are some good Christmas gift ideas um, that are meaningful, that you've received or given, or you just thought of that'll maybe connect us to God, connect our relatives to God, connect us to the true spirit of Christmas, or be a real gift of yourself, something you created or made. So give us a call with your question or personal problem or your Christmas gift idea. The number to get on today's Mass Appeal is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. And we'll be back with your calls in just a moment. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. For more to life. Would you like to have a more faithful, loving, and joyful family life by Christmas? Then join us Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, for our free webinar, A More Peaceful Family by Christmas, The Catholic Parents' Guide to Advent. Each Advent, God calls us to make a little more room for Christ in our hearts and in our homes. In this free webinar, we'll show you how the grace of the Advent season can help you celebrate the more loving, connected, and caring family life God wants for you. So join us free Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, for this free webinar. Just register at catholichom webinar. That's catholichom.com slash webinar to join us for a more peaceful family by Christmas, the Catholic Parents' Guide to Advent. We'll see you there. What is the root and the multiple meanings of a word we say so often? Amen. As described in the Catholic Catechism, in Hebrew, amen's root is the same as the word believe. It expresses solidity, trustworthiness, and faithfulness. Thus, in our prayers, amen may express both God's faithfulness to us and our trust in him. The Lord Jesus frequently used the word amen, sometimes twice in one sentence, to emphasize the trustworthiness of his teaching and his authority founded on God's truth. He himself is the definitive amen of the Father's love for us. For all the promises of God find their yes in him, says the Catechism, which is why we utter the Amen through him to the glory of God. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. You're listening to Ave Maria Radio. Ave Maria Radio. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show, 
with your question or personal problem as you're trying to live out your faith or with a Christmas gift idea here as we're starting the the Christmas shopping season. Either way, give us a call at 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK to get on today's Mast Appeal. This is Colleen Kelly Mast here for you live on the day after Black Friday, the day before the Feast of Christ the King, and here to help you today. Okay, our first caller today is Susan from Michigan. Again, yes, she did call in, Susan Burry. Uh, welcome to the show, Susan. Thanks for calling in. We want to talk about your cute little books uh, for Christmas gifts. So are you here, Susan? Yes, good morning, Colleen. Only for you would I be up this early. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So Susan Burry is a regular listener here. You can find her at Susan, B-O-U-R-R-I-E dot com. And she's the author of Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse and several other books. I'm reading the back of your more Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse. So, so Susan... Um, we have another Christmas season with your lovable and hardworking mistletoe mouse. Tell us about your books and uh, and who they're for and, you know, why they should buy them for gifts for people that go to church or don't go to church. So go ahead, Susan. You've got the, right. you've got the voice here. <laughs> First of all, I'll tell you that the uh, com website is down right now. Oh. People can go directly to Amazon or if they Google um, The Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse with Susan Borey, or if they go to DLDbooks.com forward slash Susan Borey, um, at the DLD Books website, uh, they will have uh, synopses and um links to click, which would take them right back to Amazon. So thank you so much for asking. Uh, Colleen, I want to give you a little bit of a history lesson. It's 40 years since I wrote the very, very first Mistletoe Mouse book. Oh, my goodness. And uh, it reached the, the misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse. I was living in Midland, Michigan, and I looked on the website for Midland and the Midland Courthouse because... In the first book, there's a chapter, What Child Is This? And it uh, had the the courthouse in Midland, Michigan, takes up one entire city block. There's a Santa house at one end, and they're going to be having a huge um, event there. People can look at uh, that information online, uh, which is really fun. But when I was there, they also had a live nativity scene. And so uh, I really liked being able to put that into the book um, in a humorous way, of course. Mm-hmm. The first Mistletoe Mouse book was one little book that I thought would be a picture book. And that's uh-huh. the very first chapter. In the Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse, First Christmas. And people can actually hear that on YouTube because the narrator who narrated the first book for the uh, Library for the Blind uh, did me a favor and put First Christmas from the Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse on YouTube. Oh, my. This is the one... 
chapter, or for me it was the original book, that I would want everyone to read. This is my go-to book. When I'm feeling down, when things aren't looking really good, uh, and here was this little doll who was having a terrible Christmas, uh, this is the one that just gives me hope, uh, uh, and I'm uplifted. But my children, when they heard that first little book, wanted more stories. So that's how I ended up with the entire longer Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse. Well, I tried way, way back to have it uh, traditionally published. It never wasn't uh, done. And so um, my son said a few years ago, back in 2016, well, why don't you try Mm self-publishing? And that's why all these books are self-published now. Hmm. Leonor and David Dvorkin, who did the graphic work and the editing for me, just did such a good job on the cover art for the first book that I decided to continue self-publishing just so I could have them uh, produce these for me. So Mm -hmm. now you mentioned the second book, More Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse. Mm -hmm. That has a history, too, because during COVID, Scholastic book company asked authors to consider writing books that would be historical about all the the difficult times we're going through. And I thought, well, I will revisit. I will revisit the characters from the original book. So that's what I did and more. And then came The Merry Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse. Well, then... um, other issues started coming up, uh, um, such as inclusion and more wars and things. So then I started the, um, instead of misadventures, the adventures of Molly Dolly, starting with the melodious adventures of Molly Dolly, uh, then the um, meritorious adventures of Molly Dolly, and then the um, 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 miraculous adventures, Molly Dolly. Wow, that's more books then, than I knew about. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are now, as of this year, in collections. The first three, the, the collected misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse and the collected adventures of Molly Dolly. So all of those books are out there on Amazon in every format you could want, mm. including the Amazon print book or the traditional uh, Ingram Spark hardcover books that can go into traditional bookstores and libraries and school libraries. They're all out there. Now and they can buy them just for the library. So, okay, first of all, I want to remind our audience that have not heard Susan in a while that Susan is legally blind and uh, and still writing these beautiful, beautiful books. And the books are uh, more for like pre-K through like about 10 years old, about three year, three to 10 years old. Uh, yes, is that, I the, like... I like to say for children of all ages, too. Right, um, because if a grown-up reads it, he learns a lesson, and he is lifted up. The book you said that lifted you up, is that the, the first Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse? Is that the, the very first okay. one, and that is the one for the youngest children, pre-K uh, uh, through fourth grade for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with the other books, as they, we start getting into uh, COVID and inclusion and things that are going on with war. Uh, these are books that adults can sit down and talk to and read with children. Oh. And explain things when children are ready and start asking questions. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good time for some of these other books. It, it, it all depends on the child. Some child children very early are ready and asking questions and want to read about things. Mm-hmm. In fact, the book... Um, the Meritorious Adventures of Molly Dolly. Um, I wrote that because I saw um, a child on the news uh, wearing body armor. Um, oh my! And, and it, it just it just moved me so much. I, I, I just what an image! And so in that book, The Meritorious. Adventures of Molly Dolly, a child mm-hmm. has sent a letter to Santa asking for body armor for <gasps> oh. um, school, children in school, mm-hmm. etc. So it was a very hard topic. Uh, when I got to books like this one and the miraculous Adventures of Molly Dolly, mm-hmm. it was so hard for me to write them because I have to then... Uh, put in the humor, put in the... Um, um, yeah, how do you make it you know, cute when it's such a heavy topic? Exactly, and so that's when I brought in the character that some people, including my editor, seem to love, Junior Elf. Uh, and uh, oh. Junior Elf just, he he just thinks that he can do anything. As a matter of fact, you asked, uh, you wanted to know what am I working on now? Well, I was so drained after the Molly Dolly books. I didn't mm. think I was going to write another one of these books ever, ever again. In fact, I announced, I announced to my children, do not ask me <laughs> to write another one. Okay. <laughs> and, but, but, when the newest war started, um. I began another book, um, the, uh, the Disarming... Um, delusion. I have trouble remembering my own title some of the time because they're so fresh. The disarming delusions of Junior Elf. Because he is so sure that he is going to be able to put an end to war. Oh, my goodness. So that's the book that's waiting for a rewrite. Okay, so the books they can get now, um, we can. you can just go to Amazon.com, Susan Burry, B-O-U-R-R-I-E. Look up Susan, B-O-U-R-R-I-E, Susan Burry, on Amazon, and you can find books that are the Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse, More Misadventures of Mistletoe Mouse, the Molly Dolly books. If you want to have a conversation with a, a child or you want to um, enjoy and be entertained while you're learning some social lessons or maybe some lessons about Christmas, go ahead to um, dldbooks.com forward slash Susan Burry or just go to Amazon and type in Susan Burry and uh, know that you're helping out Susan and helping out yourself and the people to whom you will read these books. We'll be back with more of Master Peel in just a moment. Fire on the earth, Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to in eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future. 
an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could steal from them, nothing could take away the gold that was in their heart, the treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter Herbeck spreads fire on the earth weekday mornings at 6.30 and again at 11.45 on 990 Ave Maria Radio. On the next Epiphany. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. Vanessa Denhagarmo here. Join us for our end-of-year campaign, November 27th through December 1st. Tune in each day to hear special Epiphany programming. Listen to your favorite guests, captivating conversations, and a few surprises. Become a partner today and donate at AveMariaRadio.net. Epiphany, weekdays at noon on Ave Maria Radio. to Masterpeel, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Give us a call with your question or personal problem as you're trying to live out your faith, as usual, what we do every Saturday morning. But today you can also call in with a Christmas gift idea, something that's, oh, meaningful. Uh, something that maybe you've received or you've given or something that you've created or written like Susan Burry's book, something that will increase the recipient's connection to God, something that's a real gift of yourself. It might be time together, like if you if you go ahead and uh, go to Amazon and look up Susan Burry's books, you'll see the Adventures of Mistletoe Mouse, the Molly Dolly books, and just reading these or giving them to someone to read, like I'm looking at this one, uh, more misadventures of mistletoe mouse for my uh, granddaughter here, and they 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 get into the fiction. They get you know they put themselves into that story, but then they learn a lesson at the same time. So so call in with your idea of a meaningful Christmas gift that you've received or given, or something that you've created that you want to share. And I'll before we go to our next caller. Oh no, did I tell you the number eight? Well, no, let's see. 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Or maybe with the, the most favorite Christmas gift you've ever received. But I was going to read this one little joke called The Three Gifts. After a Christmas pageant, a six-year-old boy was asked if he remembered the gifts that the Magi brought to Jesus. And he thought for a minute and he said, Gold, frankincense, and humor. <laughs> okay, we could all use a little bit of humor. Okay, our next caller is Matthew Sazen. He's on the line here. That's another author that's created something that you can give a different age group. Now, now uh, Susan Burry called in about the uh, children's books that adults get at another level. So, Matthew, are you on the line now? Hey, Colleen. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Okay, good to talk to you, too. Thanks for calling in, and thanks for writing this book. So, um, this book that Matthew Sawson wrote is called The Tyranny of Kindness. 
It's a pro-life science fiction novel that deals with really mature topics. So this is for, what, young adults, general adult audience? Who is this book for, Matthew? I'd say definitely um, maybe like 15 and up. Okay. Um, Anyone that could sort of handle uh, some of the more mature topics. Uh, It'd be a great gift to give to your adult children who might um, not be Um, pro-life. Yeah, I wrote it um, very much inspired by uh, some of those uh, more mature books like Brave New World, 1984, Mm, those kind of books. So that kind of level of book. And so many of our listeners have young adult children who seem to have left the faith or might not be pro-life. So how would giving them this this pro-life science fiction book um, help them, you know, help the people that receive it, Matt? Well, I tried to write it um, from a pretty balanced standpoint, of course, not being pro-abortion, but mm-hmm. the main character is a pretty, um, uh, starts off in a pretty dark place, and it's very much not um, pro-life, uh, quite the opposite. But over time, his character will grow in the book, and um, eventually he ends up giving his life for a baby. So Mm -hmm. I tried to, I I kind of wrote it hoping that people would read it and perhaps have a change of heart, just like the character does himself. Mm. Beautiful. Okay, so it's meant for general adult audiences, and they don't necessarily have to be pro-life, but people who like uh, things like Brave New World or 1984 and all the, uh, like the dark, violent TV shows and movies that are out there. <laughs> but they will get it. How will they get the Catholic or Christian message through this kind of dark fiction book? Well, I did definitely try and sprinkle in as much light and as much hope as I could Mm, uh, throughout. So, I mean, you know me, you know, um, I'm definitely a sucker for, you know, hope in the, in the darkness. And, um, there's always a light shining. So there's definitely a happy, or I should say a, um, an optimistic ending. Mm. And it is, um, it's meant to move you and not to uh, just bring you down. So uh, just in time for Christmas, just in time for Jesus' birth, I wanted to write a book, um, you know, for all the babies that are just as harmless or um, just as scared or um, mm. in need of protection. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so a person will read this book, be drawn in because it is... Fiction, imaginary, futuristic world like Brave New World or 1984. They're going to start out with this character that's kind of in the dark and uh, and living a very well, a, a, a life that is more like our culture is right now. And then you say that person has a transformation, and so you're hoping that the the reader then would be transformed along, and that then the story ends with great hope, goodness, and light. Yes, well, I, I don't want to give it away, but that's a great summary. Um, yeah, I think it, uh, I think the reader will hopefully be moved by the end of it. 
Okay, and then the one character says in the end, he is the author of your life and he does not write tragedies. So I'm saying this book could have just bring some people back to the truth in some beautiful ways as well. So how do we purchase this book then, Matthew? Where do, where do people get it? Uh, so this one's also on Amazon. Um, if you search for Tyranny of Kindness or for my name, Matthew Sazen, that's S-A-W-C-Z-Y-N, good Polish name, um, <laughs> you'll find it. It's a bright orange cover, so it's pretty uh, standalone. But, yeah, hopefully the title will uh, bring it up in the search engine, Tyranny of Kindness. Now, why did you entitle it that? That's quite a, a unusual title, Tyranny of Kindness. Tell us about the title, why you named it that. Yeah, I knew it was going to be kind of a interesting, if not um, jarring, title. Because, of course, we want to be kind. We want to be kind people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had a lot of conversations with pro-abortion people, and it seems, uh, it seems like they try and come from a good place. They try and come from a place of compassion and kindness. But it turns mm-hmm. into into just like this tyrannical... Um, violent, uh, you know, oppression mm. of uh, this completely um, unseen group of people mm. who, you know, in the end, it's uh, it's ironic that uh, they end up getting uh, killed because of somebody's attempts at compassion. Mm. So I do think that there's a, there's, you can go a little too far sometimes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, um, and sacrifice one thing in the name of something good. Mm, what a, a deep and beautiful lesson. So thank you so much, Matthew, for writing the book, The Tyranny of Kindness by Matthew Sazen. You can get that on Amazon. And this is not for kids like the Mistletoe Mouse books. This is more for like 15 and up young adults. And maybe people are not necessarily pro-life that want to be um, open to the idea of this fiction book maybe transforming their ideas give us a call 877-573-7825 Light of the East Weekends on Ave Maria Radio I'm Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, both in and outside of the church, hope, self-sacrifice, and courage, much needed in our world, seem to be so scarce. Our two guests, Cameron Traxler and Rinju Shanae, serve as signs of hope for the church and for the world. Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. We lived in a neighborhood for 13 years and knew few of our neighbors. Most stayed to themselves. Being very social people, this was odd for my family, but we accepted it. When we moved into a new neighborhood, we quickly got to know many neighbors. In less than a year, we knew more about our new neighbors than we ever did the old neighbors. However, there is one particular neighbor who seemed very unfriendly, but we waved to him anyway and we talked to him when possible. He's brief in his commentary, but we smile and wave. He once wrote a couple of terse posty notes to my husband over something very silly, but we didn't allow it to change the way we treat him. We're still kind. How many of you know your neighbors? Knowing them, asking about them, is loving them. 
we're all called to love our neighbors, and we can communicate love of our neighbor by first getting to know them. And through our kindness, we can evangelize the faith. This has been a Christ Center communication message. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo, a communications evangelist and host of Epiphany. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Yes, we are here on Thanksgiving weekend and the Feast of Christ the King coming up tomorrow. We are live waiting to hear from you. If you're having a question or personal problem, or you might be in the midst of it over at your relative's house right now, <laughs> and you can't call in about it till next week. But anyway, we are also taking calls on Christmas gift ideas. Ideas, gifts that have meaning, uh, gifts that you've created, something that can make the world a better place or make someone think about something a little bit better or something that's a real gift of yourself. So give us a call with your Christmas gift ideas that are meaningful and deep. The number is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And Brenda from Nebraska, listening on Spirit Catholic Radio, has a Christmas gift suggestion. So Go ahead, Brenda. We'd love to hear it. Hi. How are you today? Good. Very well. Good. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Hey, I'm walking in to spend some time with some friends, but I I was listening to you, and I just wanted to uh, put the suggestion out there to people that uh, it is a great opportunity for Christmas to give gifts where you don't have, like, a quote thing, but you have... Uh, opportunity to spend time together. Um, uh, my family, we all enjoy the theater. And uh, a few years ago, uh, the production of Wicked um, came into town, and I, I wanted to see it. And my sister got me uh, two tickets, and then I just went ahead, and she had never seen it, and I took her. And we had a great time just spending time together as sisters mm-hmm. and uh, just being able to have that time together and that memory. And that's something that can never be taken away. Oh, beautiful. You're absolutely right. To to purchase tickets for an experience, something that you do together, a wonderful memory. And you're right. That's something that's not going to break or get lost or get thrown away or create clutter. It's going to create beautiful memories. So great idea, Brenda. Thanks for calling in about that. I appreciate the you call. You are so welcome. You have a blessed Advent and uh, Christmas and um, uh the same to all your listeners. I hope everybody has a blessed Advent and Christmas. Okay. Thank you so much, Brenda. God bless you. Yes, we're having a grateful uh, weekend of Thanksgiving and getting ready to celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. And today here on Mass Appeal, give us a call with your question or personal problem or call in with a Christmas gift idea of something meaningful, something you've created, something you've written, something that, that we can give 
and, and this beautiful idea from Brenda, Brenda about uh, spending time together. Last year I took my daughter and granddaughter to see The Sound of Music at a local theater about an hour away, and that was a wonderful experience as well. So those are great ideas. Give us a call, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. Another funny story, let's see, on Christmas gifts. All right, um, somebody wrote in, when my daughters and were little, she said, I would always tell them around Christmas that this is Jesus' birthday, and he only received three things, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So do not be disappointed what lies under the tree. She said, when it came time for Christmas on Christmas morning, I asked the children what they thought Jesus would think of Santa and all the hype. Would he ask Santa a question? My youngest daughter replied, I think Jesus would ask, how come I only got three things and none of them were toys? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Give us a call with your question or personal problem or your Christmas gift ideas. One thing that uh, you can remember is to remember your priest when you're preparing gifts, even whether it's a Thanksgiving gift or a Christ the King gift today, um, that a lot of our priests, especially diocesan priests, live alone. You know, they might be missing their own relatives this time of year because this is a time where they're actively serving us. So maybe share with them the gift of your family. You know, uh, invite them over for dinner tomorrow for the Feast of Christ the King. And uh, your pastor or your associate pastor, any priest that live in your uh, parish, you know, they give so much to you. They bring us the sacraments. So invite them to dinner, offer to help them, offer to do favors. If you have kids that are young and strong, maybe they want to rake his leaves or something like that, something to to help out. And that will also build a better relationship between you and your priest, which is important for your parish as well. Another idea I received from someone is to put up a family manger in your home and all throughout Advent, which doesn't start till next week. We're ahead of ourselves here. Um, she said, ask each family member to say a prayer for the other person each day. So they give a gift of a prayer to one another. And then when they've completed the prayer, they place one piece of straw in the manger. And she said, your family will be surprised to see how much straw is in the manger come Christmas Day, and every one of those was a gift of a prayer they gave to another person. I also received a gift in the mail from one of our listeners who, let's see, Jane, and she said that, well, she thanked me for... um, Listening for the show, and she had a. She said, "My this letter of gratitude is long overdue." She says, "I listened, went back when you were partnered with Dr. Ray, and the doctor is in." And she said that she and her husband got some good advice that helped them. And she said, "Now I listen to Mass Appeal when running my Saturday errands." And she said, "You mentioned a Christmas gift show coming up after Thanksgiving. Ta-da! It's today." And I realized now I have a tangible gift for you. So she sent me a gift. How kind of you! And she said, "In clothes, you'll find a." book I co-authored with a friend from my parish. It's a subtle practical way to live out the basic theology of the body principle that we are made for community. She said our divided post-COVID world needs to get away from screens and have a meal together. May this book be a blessing for you in gratitude, Jane. So Jane sent me a copy of this book called Holy Chow. (laughs) Holy Chow. 
It's a book about hospitality. It's biblically inspired recipes for multicultural food and nourishing relationships by Giovanni Deli Carpini Triumpe and Jane Murphy. So if any of you want this book called Holy Chow in Hospitality, it has scripture verses in it and some of the customs of the in the times of the scriptures and then different food dishes to prepare and how to prepare them, you know, in different seasons, how to serve a multi-course meal, how to provide comfort for your guests. Um, there's Jewish food, Italian food, <laughs> different foods in there. So you can get a copy of that at holychowbooks.com. And it's also on Amazon as well if you're over there getting Matthew Sawson's Tyranny of Kindness or getting Susan Burry's Mistletoe Mouse books. So uh, go ahead, Holy Chow Hospitality, a cookbook rooted in Scripture. So thank you so much, Jane, and thank you for that idea. And uh, now I got a present ready for Christmas. All right, give us a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. And call also with a Christmas gift idea that you have that is a gift of yourself, a gift of something you created, a meaningful gift you received, like Brenda and her sister who went out to see the play and we will be back with your calls in just a moment this week on christ is the answer father john talks about living as a catholic as catholics and certainly as christians we have a unique responsibility to our culture and society one of the many concepts the church's champion has been the dignity of the human person from conception to death join us this week as father john shows us how to see god in our fellow man as well as the importance of fatherhood today Tune in for Christ is the Answer, Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. Food for the Journey, Sister Ann Shield. You know, we would avoid a lot of difficult arguments, just spouting off at the mouth, as we sometimes say. Just ask the Lord, give me the words to say. Maybe I'm rightfully angry, but if I just shout and yell and scream, what good is that going to be? Brothers and sisters, God can give us much more control over our anger, over our fear, over our language. And so whenever you're in a tight spot, just stop for a moment and say, Lord, what would you have me do here? God is good. I don't mean he's going to say words that will come down from heaven. But if you pause just for a moment, you'll get hold of yourself and you may well get a thought that you didn't have before. And sometimes it's just quiet, but it's enough to bring down the steam. And then you think what is really right to say here. You might be justifiably angry. How do we respect the other person while we're correcting them? Please, brothers and sisters, let us open our hearts to God in those moments. Sister Ann Shields gives you food for the journey weekday mornings at 645 and again at 1130 on 990 Ave Maria Radio.
to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective by calling this toll-free number. The number is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. But also today, since it's a big Christmas shopping time on Thanksgiving weekend, we are taking calls of Christmas gift ideas. Any gifts that will increase your connection to God or to the truth. Anything that's a total gift of yourself that helps you spend time with loved ones. Any gifts that you have received um, from someone else that was particularly meaningful or a meaningful gift you gave someone. So we're gathering Christmas gifts, ideas, as well as usual, solving problems from a Catholic perspective. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Hi, David uh, from New York. Welcome to the show, David. You have a comment on Brenda's call, right? Yes, I was thinking, you know, uh, you just had a call that I called in and said she, her family went to go see Wicked. The play, mm, that's yeah. play about witches, you know, so I, you got to be kind of careful. I think some people are trying to slip things under the radar or they're not really paying attention themselves. But that, that's definitely mm. a play about witches, and that's not appropriate for Christmas at all. This Christmas, I decided to give gifts on the face, like either books, Ooh, there's a whole yes. bunch of, of yes. books and materials that you can get to either yes. not only spread the faith, but to re-edify the body of Christ, because we just had that survey where 70% of the Catholics didn't know that the Holy Eucharist was the body and blood of Christ, so mm-hmm. there's always something that you can give to fortify the faith and to spread the faith, and I think we should kind of stick to that on Christmas instead of some of these other things that are either irrelevant, like like technologies, that you can always give a gift to somebody at any time of the year, but during Christmas Christmas, you should give a Christmas gift. Beautiful. Yes, I love that idea. What kind of books are you giving out this year? What kind of things do you give? Give us some ideas of how to spread the faith through a Christmas gift, David. A lot of catalogs. So I think because I and I have family members that we're kind of on the edge. We don't even talk about their faith, like they fell away. So I'm going to deliberately give out any books I get. I have catalogs. I have uh, you know all kind of tchotchkes from the the Catholic uh, Catholic company. There's a lot of Catholic oh. merchandise out there. That yes. we can, let's send our dollars to Catholic businesses. People yes. are making Catholic materials, Catholic uh, books. Um, EWTN, has, EWTN has an entire catalog of, of, of books that we can purchase from. So let's go to uh, Catholic businesses and send people Catholic paraphernalia, Catholic uh, materials, uh, things that will remind them about the faith. Every time I listen to EWTN, I learn something new. And I think mm-hmm. we have a lot of Catholics that believe there's nothing new, uh, that they know the entire story. Every time I read the Bible, I learn something new. So yes. it's, let's give gifts that... Uh, Recall what what the what the what Christmas is all about. It's about the birth uh, and the salvation of our souls by Jesus Christ. So I mean that's not hard to do, and, and hopefully we'll disappoint some people that we didn't get you know the jeans or the latest toys. That's good because you know what I think we're going to be the only ones doing that. We're probably the only ones that's going to send something that reminds people of the faith. So we should do it. 
Excellent. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate that. You're absolutely right, David. God bless you. And I have catalogs at my side. I was thinking of that. There are so many opportunities to give Christmas gifts of the faith. I have I got several copies of Ignatius Press's Family Winter Catalog, and I was looking at books for little kids, books for teenagers, fiction books, DVDs, movies. Um, there's a little book called Tell Me About the Catholic Faith for Small Children. There's a Brother Francis series of different uh, DVDs about the saints and about Jesus coming and the kingdom. There are books about Fulton Sheen for maybe who somebody who was Catholic and remembers that a long time ago and may have left the church, but they'd be inspired by Archbishop Fulton Sheen. The uh, My favorite video of all time, Nicholas, the boy who became Santa, is a wonderful um, video to give to people. Um, yeah, go to Ignatius Press, look at their book, Sophia Institute. Press has wonderful books, and of course the EWTN catalog has many of these books and so many things. I mentioned at the beginning of the show the um, that we had interviewed Bear Wozniak in his books Twelve Rules for Manliness, and I'm giving that to all my son-in-laws and and sons. And another book that I'm giving to the the teenagers in the family. And there's so many beautiful things. The um, for example, somebody who is may be very sick and you don't know what to give them. Mother Angelica's book called What is Heaven would be so hopeful. It talks about the music and the beauty of heaven, um, friends and family in heaven, the work of the saints, heavenly happiness. And so instead of dreading being sick or dying, they could read Mother Angelica's What is Heaven book. That's available at EWTNpublishing.com as well. The uh, I, Another book that I've enjoyed over the years and had him on the show Anthony DeStefano book. He has so many cute little books. Anthony DeStefano. And uh, the book, my favorite, is The Love Book. Um, And it is really about what is love from even when life has its difficulties. So what is real love and the key to to happiness. So those spread that beautiful message. And, of course, the Mistletoe Mouse books that Susan Burry talked about last hour, Matthew Sawson book, The Tyranny of Kindness. Another book my daughter told me about, she's a kindergarten teacher, the book for little ones, How to Practice Silence, a book called Listening for God by Katie Warner. Listening for God, Silence practice for little ones and she has her five-year-old students folding their hands silently going into adoration and silent for 15 minutes after she reads them that book so i love that idea from david share things that spread the faith give us a call with your question or personal problem the number to get on today's show is 877-5-PEP-TALK or call us with some christmas gift ideas that mean something Ever thought you'd make a bundle by trading in or selling your used vehicle only to find out it's worth a dinner for two? Well, it's much more valuable to donate your vehicle to Ave Maria Radio. Thousands of Americans donate their vehicle each year. The donation to Ave Maria is easy, tax-deductible, and supports our efforts to evangelize. A year from now, will you remember that dinner or your gracious and selfless donation? Go to AveMariaRadio.net to find out more. That's AveMariaRadio.net. 
This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson, a Canadian philosopher with a long history of suicide attempts. Wax is long in a New York Times article why those who are similarly suicidal, but obviously not as well educated as the author, should have access to whatever it is called when people arrange early death. Maid or medical aid in dying, happy dying or euthanasia, or just plain old assisted suicide. Wesley Smith opines on the situation at Life News and finally comes to one word to describe why societies should say no to assisted suicide. It's the word abandonment. Propaganda demanding no limits to abortion seems to be working on those loyal to the Democrat Party. Up from 52% a few years ago, the Wall Street Journal now says 75% of Dems embrace legal and unlimited abortion for any reason. Following suit, Virginia Democrats are now working to enshrine constitutional abortion. This is Life News Radio. Idaho has left a Biden White House suit against its state abortion ban unchallenged. That changed Tuesday. And in the interim, a growing body of evidence has formed to challenge the Fed's allegations that the care of women would suffer under abortion regulation. The action is linked with White House attempts to mandate abortion as emergency treatment at any U.S. hospital emergency room. Policing free speech is a booming industry closing in on $2 billion in sales. New analyses show industry leader NewsGuard, with federal funding, skews its ratings to strongly favor liberal and radical sources. And a messenger Harris X-Poll shows President Trump expanding his lead over incumbent President Joe Biden just this month. A 2% lead in early November has now jumped to 7%. For pro-life headlines delivered to your email address daily, sign up at lifenews.com. This has been Life News Radio. The doctor is in on Ave Maria Radio. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here of The Doctor Is In. You've heard of the incredible shrinking man. I am the incredible manly shrink. Delighted to have you with me every day on The Doctor Is In. Dr. Ray Garendi, weekdays at 1 on Ave Maria Radio. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, an Ave Maria radio station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. Our second hour of Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly Mass, your hostess today and every Saturday morning, offering free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. I'm a certified life coach, author, a speaker, and a mother. And today we are talking about... Whatever you want to talk about, call in with your question or personal problem, and we've got a couple good ones coming up. And also, um, the uh, we're talking about Christmas gifts, and uh, 
question. Oh, Kelsey had a great question. Leave the question on the board and I'll answer it anyway. Because <laughs> it'll, it's a, it's a great question. So anyway, call in 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK with your Christmas gift ideas or your question or personal problem. Let me see if I've got another funny story here. Going the wrong way. In Christmas shopping is another funny story. A man had gone out driving to do some Christmas shopping yesterday on the the uh, Black Friday. And his wife had been watching TV when she heard the announcer say, Be very careful and watch driving on I-5 today. There's a motorist driving the wrong way. And his wife called him on the cell phone to warn him. And his reply was, you're telling me there are hundreds of them here going the wrong way. <laughs> okay, another one about the wrong gift. Um, oh, this one's fun, too. The parents began to assemble a special Christmas gift they had for their children. And they had ordered a kit for a tree house and received the plans for it. However, the materials they received were for a sailboat. They wrote the company to complain. The company's reply... While we regret the inconvenience this mistake must have caused you, it is nothing compared to that of the man who is out on a lake somewhere trying to sail your treehouse. <laughs> okay, give us a call with your question or personal problem or with your um, Christmas gift idea that is meaningful and will share the, the beautiful and true message of Christmas. The number is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And from Oregon, welcome to the show. Um, you have a question. You're on the air now. Oh, hello. Hey. Hello, Anne. Go ahead. Yeah. You're on the air. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. And I just want to say I've been following you, Dr. Colleen, for over 20 years. Oh, thank you. Um, and I just love you <laughs> so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> but um, my question is this. So I have adult children now and ages 18 to 27, um, six, five boys and one girl. And our culture and our family is... Um, centered around electronics and they and my husband and I have different parenting styles and he allowed them not to have okay did your, your call drop so family culture based on electronics okay and her call dropped is she back Okay, are you back, uh, Ann? Yes. I'm okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead. So I'm still hearing, I'm still hearing the delay. Okay, well I can hear you, so go ahead and talk. Go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, turn turn off the radio if you have it on in the background and just talk live with me. We can hear you. All right. Okay, so anyway, we um, we have different parenting styles, my husband mm-hmm. and I, and he allowed them to have... Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'll do that. Uh, okay, 
Is this okay now? <laughs> okay, you can talk now. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so we have different parenting styles. My husband allowed my kids to have, like, cell phones, not from an early age, but from, like, age 15 on. Mm-hmm. And um, they just... It's it's just so much a part of their lives now. Um, I, every time we get together, now that um, they're all off doing their own thing, and, and they're they're great professionally, but when we come together, our culture just centers around um, uh, cell phones and and movies and memes and um, um, video games, and I I so do not feel a part of of what's going on at all and a lot of it I I I like they spend so much time doing it I Mm -hmm. I barely get a chance to talk to them I I do occasionally you know when they do come home Mm -hmm. but it's a source of um, entertainment but it's also a source of friendship for them that they all relate to each other via these experiences that they Mm -hmm. have with each other of Mm -hmm. playing video games so I'm not really a part I don't feel like I'm a part of Mm -hmm. what's going on and it's not it's Anyway, so okay. Well, that's something you can change. Yeah, that's something you can change. Um, you, whether you can grab a couple kids and get them on board, or make the decision yourself, or ask your husband just at certain times when you get together, whether it's you know Thanksgiving or uh, somebody's birthday or a baptism or Christmas, just say, can we have a no electronics? day and bring out something instead bring out the some good old board games or the twister game that's physical or some of those talking games they have a lot of new talking games since so many young adults are connected to their phones there are a lot of new games out that are just interactive games where you ask each other's questions and and learn about each other so find a find a uh, somebody to agree with you and introduce those to your gathering times together so that you can make change things up and maybe even collect the phones and play something that is fun and interactive. So go ahead and make that effort to change that instead of just feeling bad about what is. That's something that can be easily changed. might be a little at a time, but you might introduce one game at this holiday, another one at another time, or when you visit them separately during the year, do something fun and interactive together so it is a concern but it's something that we we can change that we're not uh connected to those electronics but thanks for the call it's a great reminder for us i appreciate it all right give us a call with your question or personal problem or with a christmas gift idea the number to get on today's mass appeal is 877-573-7825 pep talk our next caller is heidi from california listening on sirius xm 130 welcome to the show heidi you have some christmas gift ideas go ahead with your ideas tell us heidi I do. Hi. Uh, I make Catholic rosaries. I have an Etsy shop. I make very strong Catholic rosaries. Strong Catholic rosaries. How do you make them that they're stronger? We all need a strong rosary that isn't going to fall apart. (laughs) Well, I got the idea when a friend had sent me a rosary in the mail and the rosary was broken. And I thought, hey, I can make strong rosaries. So I made them with stainless steel, very strong Hearts and they are just beautiful. I have themed rosaries. I have 
a family name rosary with all the children's names on them. Mm. Wait, how do you put the the names on the rosary? On the beads, you mean? Yes, I have letter beads. Oh, so oh. The family name. Yes, and that's one of my top sellers. I've been doing oh. it for about 10 years. Oh, my goodness. So you sell a rosary that has family members' names written on the beads and letters of the bead letters? Oh, my yes. goodness. I love it. And yeah. then you said themed rosaries. Any other theme? I mean, that's amazing to have a family rosary with um, your names on the rosary. But um, any other themes that you have? You said you, you sell themed rosaries, like First Communion rosaries or Confirmation rosaries. Tell us about the other ones. Confirmation. I have all those. I have... Um Autism awareness. I have fireman, policeman, mm. nurse rosaries. If anybody could dream it, I could make it. <laughs> a rosary for nurses, a rosary for a fireman, and a, a policeman. Excellent. So, how do we? Um, where do they get to see these? You said you have an Etsy shop. It's that is that e t s y dot com. Yes, it's okay. Rosaries by Heidi at Etsy.com. Okay, hold on. Let me write that down. Rosaries <laughs> by Heidi uh-huh, at, dot at Etsy.com. Rosaries by Heidi dot Etsy. Dot com. Okay, because some yeah. of our listeners might be familiar with Etsy, and there's some that have no idea. Etsy is an online store, and is almost everything on Etsy homemade, Heidi? Yes, it's yeah. either homemade or a product, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, rosaries by Heidi dot, is it at or dot Etsy.com? Dot Etsy.com. Okay, rosaries by Heidi dot Etsy.com for theme rosaries, stainless steel, stronger rosaries, family rosaries, confirmation rosaries, policemen, firemen. That's a great, great Christmas gift for everyone. I hope they keep you busy, Mm -hmm. Heidi. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Okay, thanks for calling in about that. I appreciate it. Those are wonderful gifts. Okay, you too. Okay, calling from California. She had to get up early to to tell us about about that. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. Themed rosaries. Hmm. I like that idea. Confirmation rosaries, stainless steel, strong rosaries that don't fall together. She's been doing it for 10 years. So rosaries by Heidi.etsy.com. Okay. You give us a call, too, with your question or personal problem or with a Christmas gift idea that will share the faith or is meaningful to a person or maybe even help convert them and help them think about something like Christ, something that is meaningful. Give them hope. The number is 877 7825-877-5-PEP Talk, and we'll be back with your calls in just a moment. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. For more to life. Would you like to have a more faithful, loving, and joyful family life by Christmas? Then join us Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, for our free webinar, A More Peaceful Family by Christmas, The Catholic Parents' Guide to Advent. Each Advent, God calls us to make a little more room for Christ in our hearts and in our homes. In this free webinar, we'll show you how the grace of the Advent season can help you celebrate the more loving, connected, and caring family life God wants for you. So join us free Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
6 Central for this free webinar. Just register at catholichom.com slash webinar. That's catholichom.com slash webinar to join us for a more peaceful family by Christmas, the Catholic Parents Guide to Advent. We'll see you there. In a Facebook world, we can multiply virtual friends, and yet psychologists and sociologists tell us we have fewer and fewer actual friends. This is not good. We're made for friendship. Friendship with God, first of all, but secondarily, friendship with other human beings. Jesus calls his apostles friends. And when he faces his greatest suffering, he asks his inner circle of friends to come and pray with him in the Garden of Gethsemane. They come, but they fall asleep. Jesus isn't crushed when his friends fail to live up to his expectations. He doesn't withhold his love from them. He doesn't cast them away. Nor does he suffer their neglect silently. He confronts them. Couldn't you have prayed with me for an hour? Then he moves on to do the will of his Father in heaven. When friends let us down, as they will, we should follow the example of Jesus, lovingly confront them, but remember that they can never substitute for God, who stands ready as our ultimate friend. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays from 4 to 6 on Ave Maria Radio and the Ave Maria Radio app. where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly-Mast, life coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, cousin, aunt, sister, grandma. And you know what? I haven't even given out my own website today, (laughs) promoting everybody's stuff. But you can learn more about my work. At my website, respect the number four, the letter U dot com. Respect for you dot com. And actually, I know several parents of young adult children who give their kids a package, a life coaching package, as a gift. And I'm seeing several young adults who received a gift of life coaching as well. And I did mention too at my website you can get the Love Ed books, which is a relationship building course on what love and virtue really are. And I have one for boys, 9 to 12, girls 9 to 12, one for boys 12 to 15, one for girls 12 to 15, one just for parents. And so you can get those books and work those through with your kids and develop a relationship with them and help them learn what real love is. So those are ideas at my website, respect the number four, the letter U dot com. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. You're listening to Catholic Radio. This is Mast Appeal. Or you can get free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Or call in today with some Christmas gift ideas that spreads the faith, means something, something that's a gift of yourself, something that you've created. You've got Heidi's rosaries. I'm going to check those out after the show. Rosaries by Heidi.etsy.com. Family rosaries, personally made rosaries, rosaries that won't break. Um, Sharing books to spread the truth, uh, doing an experience, going to a show together. Uh, Matt Sawson called in with the Tyranny of Kindness book. Susan Burry called in with her Mistletoe Mouse books. We've got a lot of ideas about sharing the faith, sometimes directly, sometimes subtly. So Kathy from Maryland has a Christmas gift idea. Welcome to the show, Kathy. You're on the air now. What idea did you want to share with us? Yes, um, to the uh, Corda Candles Company. Okay. 
Do you make those candles? Or yeah, so, is this, okay. Oh, no, no. <laughs> the uh, quarter candles are um, available online, and they have various saints, um, men and women, and also themed candles you know, throughout the liturgical year. Mm-hmm. And they... Um, there's just a variety of morning prayer, night prayer, candles, and oh each, each scent is inspired by the saints. Like the one I think recently that I got was from St. Augustine, and it had a pear scent and some other, like, um, blessed pear, beer, uh, brasati. Mm-hmm. It has, like, a pipe and mountain scent. Hmm. And they have, it's just like... St. Teresa of Lisieux, they have, it's, it's amazing this, the varieties that they have, mm. and they offer them throughout the year of different, they'll bring up different seasons, different scents, like uh, now they have the gifts of a king for, with myrrh and scents. Ooh, frankincense go, and, and, and myrrh. Yes. Beautiful. So Corda Candles, C-O-R-D, A, Corda Candles, dot com, C-O-R-D-A, Candles, dot com, candles that spread the faith through beautiful scents and beautiful saints. (laughs) How's that? Well, good. Yeah, they're very, very nice candles, and they make um, one, you know, great gifts that I've used them for at our our parish. We had a, you know, like an auction. So I did, like St. Teresa of Lucifer, I got her candle, Mm -hmm. did a um, framed quote of hers, got the Sock Religious, that's another company that has fun things. And, you know, so you can definitely create a basket or even Mm. the candle alone is fine. Yeah. But you can really get, you know, add a variety of things to if you wanted to do a theme basket around. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We could do like a book and then the night prayer candle together. Yeah, all sorts of ideas. Right. Well, great. Yeah, they're well, very nice. Thank you so much for calling about that. So C-O-R-D-A-C-A-N-D-L-E-S, Corda Candles that spread the faith with scent and saints. All right. Thanks so much, Kathy. We appreciate that. A lot of gift ideas today. All right. You give us a call, too, with your question or personal problem as you're trying to live out your faith or a Christmas idea that is sharing the faith and spreading the faith. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Next is Jane from Ohio listening on Sacred Heart Radio. Welcome to the show, Jane. You're on the air now, and thank you for the book. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to um, reach out to you today, and thank you for all your help over the years with your wonderful advice. Thank you. Okay, so what do you want to tell us about the, your book for that people can purchase for a Christmas gift that shares the faith and food at the same time? Yeah, so we have um, my friend Giovanna and I. Uh, we are fellow parishioners, and she invited people over to pray the rosary at her house a few years ago. And afterwards, I thanked her for her hospitality because she is really gifted with hospitality mm. and a wonderful chef. And um, yeah, fast forward, COVID hit, people are separated. And we, the two of us have felt called since that time, like we've got to encourage people to get out there and practice the art of hospitality, the virtue of hospitality. So our book is, it's a good gift because it's kind of 
stealth evangelization. Yeah. So it's recipes um, kind of inspired by Jesus' time and just things that Giovanna's really good at. Um, and then we have meditation. So every recipe is paired with a meditation. It starts with a Bible verse, how did Jesus experience hospitality? The people of his time teach us about hospitality. Then we go into how to apply that lesson today in our very, you know, divided and lonely world. Um, and then we have hospitality tips and basic things like how to set a table, mm-hmm. um, how to serve a multi-course meal if you want to get really out there and adventurous, just tips for um, being together. And I, I've been, I listened a little earlier. You talked about the works of mercy. Um, throughout this project, we've just found that... Um, Hospitality and the works of mercy go hand in hand. Beyond the obvious, right? Beyond Mm -hmm. the obvious food and drink, um, you are reaching out. And our world needs people. We need each other. And there's a lot. I just heard the call, the um, dear mom who's feeling, you know, separated from her children because of electronics. Yeah. So Giovanna and I are kind of on a mission here to get people just talking together, just yeah. enjoying each other's company, and the most common best way to do that is a, a beautifully served, wonderful meal. You're right, because it, it, it not only is a gift of your love and hospitality and time, but it fills their stomach as well, and I'm just looking through the cookbook. Thank you for sending me a sample ahead of time, and when I think of all the men now that are into being a chef, and they watch these chef contests on TV, and there are a lot of young women, especially for, uh, professional young women that haven't taken the time to cook. There's so much carry out these days, but in your book, I love that you have in your book, Holy Chow, hospitality, that you have a meditation to go with every dish that's in there with a scripture on it. But also for our listeners, um, for example, on the one about uh, Bethlehem hospitality at family reunions, it says seek to learn something new about your family members. If you know what hobbies or special interests they have, engage them in conversation about their favorite topics. Maybe they feel ill at ease as well, and your interest can make the reunion a blessing for them. And then I love this part where you're your little resolution of how to be hospitable that goes with every recipe it says and this is perfect for everyone coming up with the holidays treat difficult family members the way you would an acquaintance we're often more patient with virtual strangers than we are with those we're entitled who are entitled to our best behavior out of the justice of family bonds if you're able to tolerate a quirky neighbor offer that same kindness and good humor to your family so if you like food and you love God, you've got meditations, hospitality advice, and recipes all in the same book. And for someone who needs the gift that might, that loves food, maybe they would learn from the hospitality lessons or learn from the meditation. Or if you have somebody who loves meditation and doesn't know how to cook, you've got that put together. But I think your idea of increasing this virtue of hospitality is absolutely wonderful. So I thank you so much, Jane. And where can our listeners get this Holy Chow hospitality book with meditations and recipes in it? 
Yes, so we do have a website, so it's holychowbooks.com. Uh, um, we're small, you know, we're, we're a small self-published thing. So we take, uh, you know, checks, Venmo, PayPal there, but we're also on Amazon. So oh. for those who, you know, need to purchase with a credit card, we're on Amazon, and um, they're, they're everywhere, aren't they? So wherever you are. <laughs> That's why they call it Amazon. There. That's right. My neighbors That's order right. from Amazon several times a day. The truck's always in front of my uh-huh. house, dropping things off to them. I don't even have a Prime account, but I know yeah. most people do. <laughs> most people do. And, the, and anybody in the Cincinnati area, we deliver. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We, we do Amazon. deliver the cookbooks. Well, this would be a great gift. I can add this to the the gift of books that I'm giving. I've got a book for the men now. This Twelve Rules for Manliness. I could give all the women the Holy Chow Hospitality Book and the teenage girls too. They could learn that. Thanks so much for calling in, Jean. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. God bless you too. HolyChowBooks.com. Hospitality, meditations, and recipes. Biblically inspired recipes. We'll be back with more of Mass Appeal right after this message. Connection with Teresa Tamio weekdays at Ave Maria Radio. Do you know what your diocese, what your church, what your parish is doing to help families in need? Women who feel they're in a desperate situation and for whatever reason, God forbid, may consider abortion. This is not difficult. The information is out there. We have to become more aware. And we have to be willing to not only know about what's available, but to do something about the issues. It's not just up to, quote-unquote, the church. We're all part of the church. And we're all called to put our faith into action. Or else we will be guilty of having a dead faith, as St. James reminds us. So first things, be aware. And then be willing to do something. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tanya weekday mornings from 8 to 10 on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. Webster defines beatitude as a state of utmost bliss and as a declaration made in the Sermon on the Mount. The Catechism of the Catholic Church defines the eight beatitudes as, in effect, a portrait of the man who declared them, Jesus Christ, saying they depict his countenance and portray his charity. They also define the attitudes and the actions that should portray and depict the true Christian follower of Christ. They are paradoxical in their promise that there is hope amidst trial and tribulation. None more paradoxical than the eighth beatitude. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. You're listening to Ave Maria Radio. Ave Maria Radio. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. And today, you can also call in and give us some ideas on some wonderful Christmas gifts that spread the faith 
uh, give a good message, give of yourself, increase people's connection with God so that our gift giving is meaningful this year. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. Actually, I have a list of uh, 10 a list of 10 gifts I haven't even gotten to yet. I have another best toys of all time list I haven't gotten to yet. Another um, intimate uh, personal spiritual gift. And so there's still more to come, but we're going to go to our phones here. We've got busy phone lines. Beverly from um, Minnesota, welcome to the show. You are on the air now. Welcome to the show, Beverly. You had some uh, Christmas gift ideas. Go ahead. Hi, Colleen. This is Bev from Wisconsin. Wait, I thought Wisconsin, and she wrote Minnesota on there. I thought, I think it's Wisconsin. So go ahead, Bev from Wisconsin. Tell us some of your no, Christmas I just, gift ideas. I wanted to make sure you knew who you were talking to. Okay, that. great. Um, yeah. I have several ideas if we have enough time. We um, do. One of the things that I've been doing since 2000, I, I sort of knew something terrible was going to be coming for our country and wanted to reinforce my degree had been in family life. And I started doing a campaign called Tuck Them In With Prayer. Hmm. And um, my my marketing idea was that if you took somebody out for dinner, it was a couple of hours. If you bought somebody a shirt, they could only wear it maybe once a week. But a pillowcase, a ah. pillowcase, they can see every day. Ah. And I had the idea that I was given the idea that, you know, confirmation kids going on to college, um, maybe giving it to uh, a child that was like the new, um, there was a new baby in the family and something to give to the other child. Mm-hmm. Um, aunties across the, the nation that are maybe in senior homes and things. Mm-hmm. So they have little messages and they're custom made. Um, and I guess the way we could do it uh, is that they could write me on email and tell me what they're thinking of, and I'll go through with the fabrics I have, and we can dialogue it because it is custom-made. Mm. Um, so if, if you're thinking of a color or you want something for a man, um, there were a couple giggles. At one time, um, I was doing a fabric that said, I will raise you up on eagle's wings. And eagle is... L-E, and I was doing angels, and I messed it up. I had flipped it. I've never done it again and before. (laughs) The gentleman had cancer. This was his favorite song. The family Mm -hmm. was going to put a song with the pillowcase so that when the the girls, his older girls, married in other cities, he would know that they were thinking about him. Mm. And when um, he got the pillowcase, he immediately recognized that I'd spelled it wrong. Oh, and no. Said, oh, yeah. and, he, and they they came back to tell me, and they said, oh, and they said, oh, how can I fix this? Well, turns out he was a terrible speller. And he, and oh, he, he didn't, didn't even notice. <laughs> he laughed, and he made the girls promise to stand up at his funeral, put the pillowcase over the edge of the coffin, and somebody in the family had to say, I was not a good speller, but you don't have to be a good speller to get into habit. You only have to know Jesus. Aww. So, so there, I, he, I had had a surgical bleed out in 97, and I started doing these in 2000, and I still didn't have my memories back. I could talk and walk and sew, and um, this is what the Lord gave me to do, and it was really quite an eye-opening thing to find out where people were at in their spirituality. But yeah. I, I have over 50... 
um, we can individualize what you need, but it's something there tangible to see. And we've, we've, there's black ops and there's white ops. This is a white op. You get a medal. You ask Father to bless it. And you tuck it in the corner. Mm, so they okay. Get, you have prayers with that person. Um, there's another idea. Well, let um, me tell you. Well, first, tell us how to get those. So they can order these okay. scripture embroidered pillowcases from you. How do they get them? Um, my email is going to be best. And then if we um, decide, we'll, we'll swap phone numbers and pictures and things. So it's Renewal Enterprises with a Z at Juno.com. Uh, I had a web page, but everybody was copying it. And, um, you know, it's just too complicated to put it up and down. And you spend all your time on the computer trying to Renewal it Enterprises at what.com? J-U-N-O, Juno. Juno, oh, okay. Renewal Enterprises with a Z at Juno.com. So you can email Beverly and order, tuck them in with prayer, a scriptural embroidered pillowcase for senior citizens or children or babies or any kind of gift for anyone. Okay, so go ahead with your second idea. I just wanted to make sure they knew how to get those. Thank you. Um, the other one is there's a lady called Luz de Banilla mm-hmm. out of um, Venezuela. She is a stigmatist. She uh, has some messages from the Lord and has been reminded of medicines that we had before the AMA. Oh. So this wonderful book has pictures of the plants, the message when it was given, how it's used. So to um you can download that book yourself but you could have it done at a local printer but it might be fun to put some herbal medicines the uh essential oh oils my. with it or to give the seeds um you know something to look forward past the winter to to plant a few plants and um there these i had some squeamishness i did the study these are valid medicines. They, some of them go back, like the Frankincense and Myrrh, go back to 2000 B.C. So um, people don't have to be squeamish about it. These were always medicines that we had throughout all time. Um, so that is a yeah, book they can we, download. And what's it called? Medical Plants. Medical plants. Okay, a lot of people are looking for alternatives to uh, to the medicines they're taking. Medical plants, and they can. Where can they download that at, Bev? Well, instead of going to Google, I know the best way is uh, go through Brave search engine, put in L U Z D Maldi Vanilla B O N I L L A. You'll have to scroll around quite a bit to the end of an article or something, and you'll find the book, Medical Plants, and you can download it, or you can ask your printer in your area mm-hmm. to make you a copy in color. Yeah, yeah you can do that it's about, in it's, how many pages? Um, it cost me $27 to have it printed and um, spiral bound. Okay. All right, and then that's a good idea to add the seeds or the medicines or the oils that go with it. So medical plants and uh, for their health, that's a great idea. Right. 
Okay, well, thank you for calling about that. I, I've thought of other ideas, like even an indoor garden, you know, like an aero garden or a hydroponic garden, or better yet, even set it up for them instead of just giving them the garden and, and start it growing, you know, and uh, and help people get started on indoor gardening. And so that would be a, a good uh, addition to that. So thank you so much for calling. We appreciate that gift idea. God bless you, Bev. All right, so we've got uh, Renewal Enterprises at June. Juno.com is Bev's email with Z with prizes. Renewal Enterprises at Juno.com for the Tuck Them In with Prayer. We've got Holy Chow Books.com. We've got Corda Candles.com. We've got Rosaries by Heidi.etsy.com. A lot of places to get Christmas gifts that are meaningful. Teaches that Jesus Christ is literally and wholly present, body and blood, soul and divinity, under the appearances of bread and wine. In the Bread of Life discourse, documented in John chapter 6, Jesus states that He is the bread of life, and that His flesh is true food and His blood true drink. The Jews were scandalized in verse 52. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus does not back down, but reiterates this teaching four more times over the next four verses. Many left in verse 66 because this teaching was truly difficult. But at no point does Jesus water down his teaching and call them back. No, he allows them to leave, and even questions his twelve apostles if they too wish to leave. Jesus intended to be understood literally, and the Jews, apostles, and the Catholic Church absolutely take him at his word. Examining the truth of the Catholic faith, this is faithforensics.org. Light of the East, weekend on Ave Maria Radio. I am Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, both in and outside of the church, hope, self-sacrifice, and courage, much needed in our world, seem to be so scarce. Our two guests, Cameron Traxler and Rinju Shanae, serve as signs of hope for the church and for the world. Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. This week on Christ is the Answer, Father John talks about living as a Catholic. As Catholics, and certainly as Christians, we have a unique responsibility to our culture and society. One of the many concepts the Church's champion has been the dignity of the human person from conception to death. Join us this week as Father John shows us how to see God in our fellow man, as well as the importance of fatherhood today. Tune in for Christ is the Answer, Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. Welcome to Mass to Peel, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you could get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective by calling this toll-free number, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And we're talking also about Christmas gift ideas today, and we're getting lots of them, ideas of something that you have created or that will help uh, transform someone's mind or sometimes their gift of hospitality. Um, We've got rosary, homemade rosary ideas and uh, time together, some wonderful gift ideas and now medical plants, pillowcases um, that have scripture verses on them. So, and then Susan called in again and she said, um, 
talk about music. She said you could send Christmas music to people. You can buy them an iTunes and add it to their playlist. Or I always like to sing Christmas songs at the gatherings because then it makes, you know, you can just run off copies of the words or find a little Christmas carol book and then they have to think about the meaning of Christmas whether or not they went to church. All right, so um, we've got some more ideas here and I still didn't get to my list of the 10 Christmas gift lists. I hope to get to it, but we've got one more call here. George from Oregon. Welcome to the show, George. You're on the air now. Go ahead with your question. Hi there. I have a problem with the Catholic concept of annulment. My problem with annulment is that, as I, as I understand it, annulment means that the marriage never existed. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just basically a lie to say that the marriage never existed when it did exist. Mm-hmm. And to lie is to sin, and to sin is to offend God. And that's the problem that I have with annulment. Okay, well, I understand that because I have big problems with annulments, too. Um, I think that, in my opinion, the church gives out way too many annulments. And the saddest thing for me, George, you hit my um, Achilles heel here. My parents were married 31 years, had nine kids, and got an annulment. So I have the same problem you do, understanding annulment. But I can I can explain to you what... Uh, it says, I don't believe in annulments. I think they're horrible. I can tell you the truth. But um, I can explain to you what the church says an annulment is. And it's not that um, there isn't a marriage. It's a technical loophole, I think, that says the um, that when the marriage took place, that the people there were not capable of a sacramental marriage, that they did not know what they, they did not fully know or were not fully capable of that type of self-giving love. And so it wasn't a true marriage in God's eyes because they didn't have the criterion necessary for it to be a true sacramental marriage. Now, it still was a legal marriage. You're right. If they got married in, you know, by a, uh, you know legally, even in the church. Um, but I, I know, I understand where you're coming from. And it says that it wasn't, um, didn't have the quality qualifications of a sacramental marriage and and at your tribunal of the diocesan office it tells you and I've, I've spoken about those on the show what those particular criterion are and so um yeah that it breaks my heart and i think way too many annulments are given out i know there's an organization of of people mary's advocates that help people uh, stay in their marriage and help their marriages survive and and fight the the idea that marriages should be um, invalid or annulled so um, we I think we've weakened our approach to marriage and and Jesus even said that divorce is not allowed but he just allowed it for because Moses and those guys were so hard of heart and I, I believe that a lot of the marriages that are broken could have been rescued and saved with more growth in virtue um, on both people's parts. So I struggle with that same concept. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Especially especially when a marriage has lasted a long time like your parents' yeah. marriage. Yeah. Oh, I know. If the sacrament wasn't there for 31 years after a long time devotion of Catholicly, Catholicly devoted people yeah. in mm-hmm. a marriage, that, not, that just to me doesn't fly. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time with that myself. So I'm, uh, I can't say I'm glad you brought it up because it's very painful for me, but um, it's good to address that same concern that other 
people have that same concern that I do. So thank you so much for the call. But actually, thank this you ne- very much. you're welcome. This next call will be helpful. Kelsey called in. She couldn't stay on though. She's a recent convert. She's taught to be a good Catholic, but she says, well, "How do you be a good wife?" And that is actually a wonderful uh, way to be a gift of yourself to another person. And so she said she needs some pointers on being a good wife. Well. There are a lot of ideas on how to be a good wife, but I think one of the things that people forget is their actions each day need to create the habit of being a good partner. There are groups, well, I know the the Gottman Institute itself has a a number of practices that they suggest, and when I... Um, life coach, I do life coaching with people. I give them ideas of action steps that they can take. And so there are rituals you can add to your life, um, daily rituals that stop you from taking each other for granted. And so then we won't have to worry about annulments and things like that. But the, Dr. John Gottman, author of the book Why Marriages Succeed or Fail, or Fail with Bill Doherty, he's a professor of marriage and family at the University of Minnesota, they provide these suggestions of three different ideas. So Kelsey can implement this. And all of you that are wondering, what should I give my spouse? Well, give these habits of giving yourself. So these three important rituals can save you from taking each other for granted. So habit number one would be create a habit of reunion every day. So the moment you see each other, whether it's you get up in the morning or somebody comes home from work or they come home from the store, um, greet each other in a consistent way. Not an inconsistent way. If you criticize each other at the moment of reunion, you'll be afraid to see each other. And so um, something um, he said his parents did that made a strong impression on him when he was a little boy. He said um, that they would create every time they met and saw each other, they would give each other a kiss. And he said every night at dinner, he would ask his wife to dance. He said, well, okay, I made a commitment then and there to dance with my wife whenever I greet her. Now, the first thing I do when I get home is find her and tell her I have to dance with you. And so he says, even days when I work too late, I'm traveling without her. I make up for a missed opportunity by sending her a video kiss from my iPhone. So the consistency of greeting each other well, he says, has completely transformed our marriage. Every day of our marriage has romance and affection in it. My wife and I are excited to see each other. So that's better than dumping your day on them so be excited dance when you greet each other or hug and kiss and be joyful and cheerful and give each other god's love number two he says set it aside two minutes of undistracted communication every day more important than spending the whole unfocused week together as a couple is two minutes of undistracted communication he said not while you're eating he said every morning they wake up a little earlier they have breakfast And when they're finished eating, he says, I slap my knee and invite my wife to sit on my lap. And then we ask each other what our days will be like. So he said, right from the beginning of the day, we have a ritual to nurture the romance, affection, and connection in our marriage. That's cool. And he said, two minutes of non-distracted communication while dancing at the moment of reunion serves to refresh this daily connection. So they get up, she sits on his lap after breakfast, they talk for two minutes, and then when they get back together, at the end of the day, they dance. How's that? And the third thing he said is practice an appreciation ritual every day. You could give this for the whole year. 
not just for Christmas, do it for Advent. Uh, couples um, take each other for granted quickly, but he says, if we, and we focus sometimes on the petty failings, but he said he began to incorporate this ritual into their daily lives, and they began to think of how to appreciate each other. And um, it's time for our break right now, so I'm going to tell you this third practice of appreciation ritual right after this message. Ciao, amici. Teresa Tamio here. If you're looking for something inspiring to give to someone this Christmas season, or maybe just a little stocking stuffer for yourself, make sure to check out the Ave Maria Radio online store. Plenty of books are sale to teach, inspire, and renew your connection with God. Speaking of sales, my book, Everything's Coming Up Rosie, is 25% off this month while supplies last. So go ahead over to AveMariaRadio.net and click on the bookstore. Happy shopping. Fire on the earth, Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to an eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future, an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could steal from them, nothing could take away the gold that was in their heart, the treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter Herbeck spreads fire on the earth weekday mornings at 6.30 and again at 11.45 on 990 Ave Maria Radio. Shows going quickly. Welcome to Mass Appeal. We're talking today about, well, we covered a couple problems, but we're talking a lot about Christmas gifts. How do we give a gift that spreads the faith? And I'm going to repeat the um, Beverly's address. It's an email address, not a website like some of the others. It's kind of confusing because we got a lot of websites and things today, but Beverly for the tuck them in with prayer embroidered pillowcases. As at Renewal Enterprises with a Z, Renewal Enterprises at Juno.com. So it's an email address. She said you can communicate back and forth with her. Uh, Renewal Enterprises at Juno.com if you want to uh, learn how to order the tuck them in with prayer scripture embroidered pillowcases for the older the younger the in between renewal enterprises at juno.com okay and i told you that i would finish uh, with a third ritual you can practice as a gift to your spouse and uh this third one from the gottman institute is to stop focusing on the petty failings of each other incorporate an appreciation ritual 
into your daily lives. He says, we learn to say thank you throughout the day. We end each day before going to bed by sitting together with the computers off and thanking each other once again for all the big and small things we've done for each other that day. He said, when we first started this ritual, we were stunned to realize how much each of us was doing for the other during the day. And I had become focused on my petty complaints, and I'd forgotten what a good wife she was. So don't let your marriage to deca- begin to decay over time. And spend those two minutes in the morning about talking about your day as you greet each other, dance, hug, be positive, and add that evening ritual of what they're, you're, you're grateful for. And they create that sense of connection that's strong in marriage, assures that romance, affection, appreciation is part of your married life every day. So that's an article called Three Rituals That Stop Spouses from Taking Each Other for Granted. So I hope that answers Kelsey's questions. Well, I have so many more things I'm going to have to talk about next week. I also got a lot of thank you notes for people who tried the, um, that are trying the LifeWave patches. Um, somebody said they get a sense of well-being, more energy. Rose said she's got great sleep. Uh, Ken said he has less joint pain, better sleep. Kathy has a better sense of well-being. Somebody else said their, their eye isn't as droopy they got more energy they sleep better somebody said their arthritis is better their intense intestines have calmed down they don't have irritable bowel syndrome anymore and they're not taking prizolac too so um, those of you that have uh, contacted my husband at kent mass at yahoo.com kent mast at yahoo.com that have emailed him those of you that did that a month ago obviously people are getting great results already i know for a christmas gift i'm giving their skincare product to my daughter because she's all um, concerned about skin and they have amazing very natural skincare product called alavita that has a patch that goes that has the, the phototherapy patch and the night and day cream so there's gifts there as well so thanks for those of you that emailed with your results on that and glad to hear everybody's doing well so if you're interested also in those lifewave phototherapy patches that stimulate your stem cells to to go reactivate and and youth in you or heal you or whatever your body needs the most um, you can contact my husband kent mast at yahoo.com or go to the website lifewave.com forward slash Kent Mast, I think it is. And for now, let's, um, I want to let you know that of all the gifts you heard today and the different email addresses and websites, you can always go back and hear the show again. This show is produced by Ave Maria Radio. And so you can go to AveMariaRadio.net and hear the show again and listen to the the websites, the email addresses for Holy Chow Books, for Court of Candles, for Beverly at Renewal Enterprises at Juno.com, for Matt Sawson's book from First Hour. Um, you can go to Amazon um, and get it there, The Tyranny of Kindness. Um, the um, Let's see what else did we cover today. Um, Susan Burry's books um, at the D 
eldbooks.com or go to Amazon for the Mistletoe Mouse books. And think about all those gifts that you can give. Oh, Heidi's Rosaries, that's right. Uh, Rosaries by Heidi.etsy.com, that's a website. And think of all the ways that we can spread the faith through the this whole season when everybody's out giving gifts and giving a uh, getting a uh, a discount i'm going to have to wait till next week to give you my christmas gift list that anyone can afford and that's that gift of all the free things the gifts of the free things that i usually give out each year but thank you for all your ideas didn't even have time to give out mine today so this is colleen kelly mast on mast appeal you can learn more about my work at respect or listen to the show again at avemariaradio.net god bless you and happy weekend Mast Appeal is produced by Ave Maria Radio and broadcast through the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Copies can be purchased or free downloads can be found at the Ave Maria website, AveMariaRadio.net. If you have a comment or question for Colleen, write to Colleen at AveMariaRadio.net or Mast Appeal at AveMariaRadio.net. And listen for Mass Appeal Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 Eastern Time for free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. On the next Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. We'll keep you closely connected to the faith with the latest from Rome, the front lines of the pro-life movement, and we'll also take a look at other crucial issues facing you and your family in our one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Weekday mornings at 8 on Ave Maria Radio's 990 AM and 105.5 and 107.9 FM. This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson, a Canadian philosopher with a long history of suicide attempts. Waxes long in a New York Times article why those who are similarly suicidal, but obviously not as well educated as the author, should have access to whatever it is called when people arrange early death. Made 